Welcome back to DQP Does Draft Quarters Podcast Network Movie Review Show, where we don't do basically anything that was in this movie. Uh, with me this evening is my co-host Russell. I am no longer interested in trying LSD. Yeah, I mean, it probably would help if you weren't like drugged randomly and probably like didn't have entirely too much of it because these people were drinking like cup upon cup upon <laughs> cup of laced sangria. sangria. <laughs> uh, we are continuing our our surprisingly difficult journey through A24 horror movies. Uh with a climax from 2018, it's rated R, an hour and 37 minutes. Horror being thrown around loosely here. Yeah, this was like, it's basically a bad acid trip, which I mean is what happens in the movie. Yeah. So the movie is about uh, about 17 too many characters. Yeah, bro. Um, I want to do the synopsis. Sure, go ahead. All right. So there's credits. Uh-huh. Or so a woman wanders out of a building and falls down into the snow. Uh-huh. And then there's credits. Uh-huh. And then there's some more credits. Uh-huh. And then there's like a 20-minute dance scene. Uh-huh. And then there's some more credits. Uh-huh. And then there's a 20-minute dance scene. Uh-huh. And I was waiting for more credits. Uh-huh. So they subverted no more credits till the end. <laughs> yeah. You can take over. <laughs> so after the second or third or whatever bout of credits, after the second 20 minute dance scene, there's also like a 10 minute introduction to every single fucking character. Oh, I forgot about the letter Kenny part that you, you, it doesn't matter because you're not going to remember any of these fucking characters names. Uh, it feels like letter Kenny though, right? Yeah, definitely. Okay. Um, but like an unfunny letter Kenny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so after the second dance scene and some like credits of the, the actors and like the music credits, sort of like a bunch of logos and stuff. Um, you. Okay. So basically this dance troupe is like, gone to this abandoned school to rehearse before they start go. They start a tour and they're all a bunch of horny 20 somethings. Um, and cardio makes you horny. Sure. Uh, and, uh, they are having a party after a rehearsal and they get drugged and they don't know by who they all start freaking out. It has to be someone that didn't drink it. It has to be people someone who that drug didn't... other people. Don't do drugs. Yeah. Shane. That's yeah, exactly. <laughs> I mean, the only one that really works with is fucking roofies, right? Like <laughs> he's the only person that's not also doing the drugs. <laughs> right. Yeah. Uh, 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 okay. Roofies and rat like arsenic. <laughs> like, <laughs> those are the guys where you're like, ah, they didn't drink it. <laughs> I, I was going to accuse a good, you. Sometimes a good puff of arsenic, like really, really goes for it. Yeah. Usually with tobacco, but, uh, yeah. anyway, 
Um, so they like blame this one guy who had also consumed it. So I don't know where the fuck they got this idea from. Uh, oh, it was from the guy that was trying to fuck his own sister. Cause it was her boyfriend. Yeah. Uh, so they like basically lynch mob this one guy and throw him out into the snow. And he's like high as balls too. So he ends up dying from exposure. Spoiler for the end of the movie. Um, no, I, th- I think he, I don't think he drank any because he doesn't drink. Oh yeah. He didn't drink any, he does, but it's because he doesn't drink. Yeah. So like they throw him out sober. Yeah. So they're like, fuck the sober guy. Yeah. He can one of the only people that could have fucking saved them. Uh, <laughs> get rid of the anchor. <laughs> yeah. One of the two, the other one we're going to really fuck up. Uh, so they're all freaking out. And then, uh, uh, I, I don't know. The one character ends up Selvi or Selva or whatever the fuck her name was. Uh, she's in something else that I've seen. So I don't know. Sophia Butielli. Was that the blonde? Yeah, that she's was like in the Kingsman. The she's the one that has the sword feet. Okay. I she's in she, other I stuff think too. she's been in other stuff that I've yeah, seen. She's but, awesome. Um, she's actually a dancer, uh, which is in in Kingsman it's a big deal because she does all those dance numbers with the weird stuff on her feet mm-hmm. like she actually does those okay because she's awesome I mean this is a dance movie so I think everyone in it is actually a dancer yeah except for maybe the kid that gets electrocuted but we'll get to that uh <laughs> sparks fly yeah one of the ladies has a kid she puts him to bed but then he comes down and he drinks some of the sangria while everyone's tripping balls she freaks out and she puts him in the electrical room Cause she's tripping balls and stupid. Uh, but there is a whole conversation about whether or not she should have had an abortion. Yeah. It's just extremely late term, like about seven, like six years too late or something. Yeah. Uh, anyway, everyone's like so happy that she's such a good mother. Yeah. She didn't have an abortion. Great mom. She ends up killing herself. She kills herself because she basically killed her son. (laughs) So, double abortion. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so you lock the panel when she shuts it. She's just like kind of closes it yeah, like maintenance like kinda, bin at every industrial job. Oh my God. <laughs> Thank God for interlocks. <laughs> Only interlocks don't work in a machine shop. Just so you guys know, because you have machines to build keys to defeat the interlocks. Yeah. I don't know. I, I, I've never seen that done before. <laughs> Swear. Me neither ever. Uh, Not even anyway. once. <laughs> don't call OSHA. Uh, we don't operate any machines here, so don't worry about it. Um, anyway. Um, I'm, I'm putting a case over this multi-tap. <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, let's lock out, tag out the fucking, uh, the, the audio <laughs> interface. Fucking Nathan come in here to do their show and be like, what the fuck? Remember your procedures, boys. <laughs> Who didn't fucking take their tag off? <laughs> we need to go over the videos again. Um, anyway, <laughs> this fucking movie. Uh, so Sylvie. I'm going to call her Sylvie. I don't remember what her actual name was. She Selvo, Selva, Selvo, Saul, um, Sylvie, 
I don't know. Sylvie like ends up finding the other sober person, but she's also incapacitated because she's pregnant, but she hasn't told anybody, but she did ask about abortion earlier. Um, and she tells Sylvie Sylvie and Selva Selva. I don't care. Sylvie. I looked um, thanks. I appreciate you, but (laughs) I don't care. Um, Sylvie finds her and she tells her the pregnant girl tells Sylvie that she's pregnant. Sylvie can't process it because she's fucking tripping balls. Uh, to, she says, I have something growing in my tummy. Yeah. was like fucking <laughs> to a fucking person <laughs> tripping on LSD. There's something growing in my stomach. What? <laughs> what is it? <laughs> What the fuck? Uh, so then uh, this other lady comes in. Her name's Dom. And she's like, what the fuck? What's going on? And they they end up somehow telling her that uh, this other girl didn't drink. And she's like, oh, you drugged us because we were so sure the other guy drugged us that there must have been another person that did it instead. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> So they end up telling her that she's pregnant and she's like, "Uh uh-huh, bullshit. Knees her in the stomach. (laughs) Straight fucking up. Oh, she goes down for the count and then gets fucking kicked a few more times for good measure. Abortion is the choice of the carrier. Yeah, not some (laughs) random person (laughs) accusing anyone's choice. Yeah. Uh, so she's like, oh, no, I need an ambulance and nobody comes and nobody calls an ambulance because they're all high as balls. And uh, she goes into the into the dance room and uh, to like attack Dom because Dom probably just caused her a uh, uh, impromptu abortion. And um, she attacks Dom and Dom like basically is like, oh, she's the one that drugged us. So then everyone attacks her and she gets a knife from the table and she's like trying to defend herself. Yeah. And they just basically like bully her into cutting herself. She doesn't like kill herself, but she like cuts her face and her arm a couple times. Yeah. And then she punches herself in the gut a bunch of times. And then she figures out that, uh, oh, yeah, she's definitely probably had a miscarriage because there is blood all over the crotch of her pants. Yeah. And then that's the last time you see that character because <laughs> it doesn't matter. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. Uh, somebody gets their head caught on fire. Uh, you, most of the movie, you're just like following a random character around. Like there's a long period where you're following around Sylvie. Uh, there's a little bit where you're following around this other character. Um, I don't remember any other names. Um, you follow around uh, this one guy that was like particularly horny. Uh, yeah, fuck. What was his name? Tom. Tim. David. David, I think David. Yeah. Uh, and everyone, it's funny because everyone's turning him down except for like this one gay dude that he's turning down. Yeah. Uh, but everyone else is just like, nah, get away from me, bro. Uh, he ends up getting attacked because he's trying to hit up this one dude's sister. Uh, but he wants to fuck her. Not, (laughs) 
<laughs> and I don't know. It's just like the the you follow those characters for a second because like one second they're like about to get it on when David interrupts and then she runs away and the brother follows her and they like argue in the uh, dance hall and like he's like it looks like he's about to rape her. Yeah. Uh, but then he doesn't and she like looks like she's ODing, but then she doesn't. She's just like throwing up sort of in her mouth. Yeah. And then he takes her to bed and they go to sleep and nothing happens. Yeah. I thought she was going to die. I thought she was going to die or get raped or something like, but then they just like wake up and they're like, it's okay. And he's like, nothing happened. Nothing don't happened. tell dad. Anyway. Don't tell dad that I tried to rape you. Uh, <sighs> yeah. Um, the one dude that was like a like a hip hop rapper had sex with the one chick, but like that didn't mean matter other than like you got to see him plowing her upside down. Cause the last fifteen minutes of this movie are upside down. <laughs> and red. Very red. Which like I don't mind the red part. That's fine. This movie is obviously very stylized. But like the upside down thing, like for a few seconds or like a minute, maybe. But like, it's literally the last 10 or 15 minutes of the movie. Yeah, that was obnoxious. It, it's fucking obnoxious. And it doesn't change. Like, I, I figured it was like, oh, man, it's really bad now. Everybody's like on the real bad downturn of this LSD trip. But then it like continues past them all passing out or dying or whatever. Yeah. It and still then stays and stays when like a bunch of. I don't know if they were like cops or uh, like forest service or yeah, I don't know. random ranchers or whatever came in with their dogs and they're like checking on everybody. Um, so then like they're going around and like checking on people. They find like the one lady dead by the door to the electric room and like it shows uh, the lady that caught her head on fire yeah, she's and still all that shit out. All that shit's upside down. It shows a bunch of people like sleeping in their beds all upside down. What in the fuck? And then it tells you who, who drugged them. And it was the lady that was like, I got out of Munich because there were too many drugs and somebody was doing LSD and that's gross. And I don't want to be a drug person. Yeah. And she just like has her own little, like one person dance party, almost the entire movie. Yeah. Except for where she pisses herself on the dance floor. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the same one? Yeah. Oh, I thought the one that pissed herself was the one that ended up kneeing. No, that was that was Dominic. That was the black chick, the black the bald black chick. Oh yeah. God, so many characters. Yeah, there's too many characters. There's too many characters and like none of them die. Like fucking three people die. Yeah. And it's the guy that gets sent outside so you don't see it happen. The girl that kills herself so you don't see it happen. The kid that fucking electrifies himself. So you don't see it happen. You sort of see it happen. The lights go out. Yeah. Which was pretty funny. Yeah. And somebody's like, oh, Tito fried himself. (laughs) (laughs) I was like, damn, I knew it too. It it took a while, but like when she puts him in there, they show the electrical panel. She's like, like, don't touch that. The lights are just going to go off. Yeah. 
But yeah, I mean, that's basically the movie. I'm leaving a ton out, but it's also like incomprehensible and like no point. It's literally just a bunch of people having a terrible trip on acid, except for daddy. That dude was having a good time. Yeah. <laughs> that dude had a real good time. There's, there's I, I like, think he ended up taking other dudes virginity. I don't think he did. You know, I think so? he just, I think he's like, he's like kind of his like protector. I don't think he has any yeah, interest I guess in that, him. That's a good interpretation. He probably just was like, yeah. just like oh, you're sad. I'm going to hold you while you cry. Yeah. And then we fell asleep together. Yeah. Yeah. Cause he, well, he was like, he, yeah, he's like talking to him about like, cause at some point that kid, I don't remember what his name is either, but he's like talking. So daddy is like this huge black dude. That's like flamboyantly gay. Yeah. And this little gay kid who's wearing like heels and like a fucking like, uh, oh, what is that top? He's wearing like a, like a halter top, like a halter top, but it's like a, like a, it's almost like a, it's almost like a corset, but it has shoulders, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't have shoulders. No, I don't it think doesn't it have shoulders. shoulders. He's wearing a corset. Yeah. He's wearing like a, a corset with no bones. I think it's a halter top if it doesn't have straps. No, it, it was like buttoned in the front, like a fucking corset. And it also didn't go all the way down to it was his buttoned. pants. Yeah. Mm. Or hooked or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. Um, it's like a, it looks like a corset. So he's wearing like that. And like, uh, I don't know what his, bottoms situation was <laughs> <laughs> never getting any is what it was uh, oh but he's like talking to daddy about like his virginity and he's like who do you think would take it like this guy and he's like nah 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 you don't want to do it with that guy what about this guy oh he wouldn't give you the time of day <laughs> like yeah. all this shit and then like he's like crying later because david keeps like tell him to fuck off. He's not even saying anything like the kid comes over and like gets on him and he realizes that it's a dude and he puts his hand on his face and literally pushes him 10 feet away. Yeah. Like three times. <laughs> so then he's over with daddy like crying and then they end up, they end up like going to their room and like he just like falls asleep with daddy I think. But like a bunch of characters just kind of like fell asleep. Some of them that look like look like they're injured. There's the one dude that was like the contortionist I think he might have like hurt himself. Yeah. Cause there's like a point where he keeps showing up and he's like doing stuff that does not look natural. And there's like bone cracking noises. Yeah. And it like, he, he keeps looking worse. Yeah. So that was, that was like the best, like kind of creepy thing. Cause it was like, it's a weird movie and I get like kind of the feel that they were going for is just like, chaos and surrealism yeah but like i didn't th that was all i really got from it and it was also like too many characters and nobody fucking died yeah i feel like i would have loved this movie when i was 19 it didn't have enough tits in it man there needed to be like way more naked people it, in this. It just reminds me of like a bunch of those weird movies. Like I would go to the video store and be like, Oh, I've never even heard of this. And pick this off the shelf, take it home and watch it and be like, well, that was an interesting experience at the very least. Yeah. But it's like, it's basically like train spotting with no plot and a kaleidoscope in front of the lens. <laughs> yeah. I, there's a couple shots. Like there's a couple like, uh, 
long drawn out following people around that are that just are like neat. one shot. Yeah. That's like super neat. I also like the, that like different rooms were different colors. So it kind of had like this weird mood thing going on with that. Yeah. I liked that about the movie. I, I didn't really have a, the only problem that I had with the way the movie was shot was the end, but it's a huge fucking problem because it's makes the end unwatchable. Yeah. Because it's upside down. Yeah, I don't love it being upside down for that long. I fucking hated it. I was so fucking pissed the entire time. I was like, okay, because like, you know, you do the spin thing where it's like, oh, it's disorienting. We're spinning upside down and then you go back. Yeah. But it never went back ever. Yeah. Actually, the 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 last thing that it showed on, like it shows like text a few times on the screen. Yeah. It shows the text upside down. Yeah. It's like, fuck you, dude. Yeah. Um, I think the movie is very experimental, uh, which like, so I was trying to look this up because I feel like there's a difference between indie and experimental. Sure. And there should be a difference between indie and experimental. So like when you relate it to music, there's a big difference between indie music and experimental music. Sure. But in film, it looks like they're kind of rolled into being like the same genre. And I don't feel like they should be. Because indie should just be like independently produced, not backed by a large studio, like you know, and experimental should be like doesn't confine itself to the constraints of regular filmmaking or whatever. But so like I would I definitely give give this movie credit for like its experimental approach. Um and I haven't watched a ton of French cinema. No. It's <laughs> like, I, I've seen a little, I've seen like maybe, I don't know, more than five, less than 10 French movies. Um, okay. But I, I, so I don't know if it like relates that much to like the French cinema or if this is just as weird over there. <laughs> yeah. So it's kind of where I was going with that. But, uh, so like, I def- I think it's an interesting take on watching these people like freak out. But my, I think my biggest problem with it is probably going to come back to like a similar complaint I've had with some of these other movies is budget. And I'm assuming they didn't have the budget to do the movie the way that the movie should have been done, which like I would have been, I don't, I don't think it's budget that made this movie what it is. Well, where I'm going with this is I would have liked to have seen what they were seeing. Oh, sure. Like when she, so one of my favorite parts is when she like, she's like rubbing her thighs. Cause I imagine they hurt. And mm-hmm. then she like tries to pull her hands up out of her fishnets yeah, and starts to freak, freak out. out. Yeah. Cause I was like, Oh my God, she probably thinks her hands are inside of her legs. Yeah. Like tripping, tripping that hard. Yeah. Like she's probably like, envisioning her hands in her legs and I was like show me yeah if they can get you like give you like uh, <laughs> 60,000 or a hundred thousand dollars for practical effects or like a few million for some CGI it'd be, it'd be a much different movie yeah it would be like like because it is like kind of fucked up like just watching them trip but like that's not nearly as like detrimental or yeah. like interesting yeah. as like seeing what they're seeing or like when she walks into that room, the back wall is painted like a forest. Yeah. And like, she like freaks out 
because she's looking like the you know you feel like you're looking into the forest or the the forest envelops you or whatever you know that would have been cool to see that and she sees a stag or whatever and it's like yeah. what the fuck's going on and then suddenly she's back in that room and it's like whoa uh. yeah 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 so like my what I think would have made the movie more interesting is seeing what they were saying as they were like freaking out and stuff. Sure. But, sure. but like without that, it's just like being the sober guy at a party. It's annoying where everyone is like either a having too good of a time or, or freaking the fuck freaking out. the fuck out. Yeah. And you're just sober. Sometimes it's fun. Cause you're just like <laughs> <laughs> other times it's like, I'm going to go now. Yeah. Uh, I, I, I want to read, I want to read these, uh, two blurbs from reviews. Uh, cause this got a 67 on Metacritic. Okay. Uh, so I'm going to read a, a hundred out of a hundred, right? Yeah. I'm going to read a hundred and I'm going to read a 60 cause the 60 is the lowest one that's on here. Okay. So the hundred is from Hollywood reporter by Todd McCarthy. And this little blurb says, uh, Pairing this usual boundary pushing sex and drugs fixation with a vital presentation of wildly exuberant dance and movement. Gaspar no uh, has made a film that's seductive in its rhythms and bold visualization of his young dancers, sometimes beautiful, other times brutal somatic expressiveness. Okay. I get that. Yeah. I didn't think it was interesting. Then this other one, <clears throat> It's from Variety from uh, Owen Gleiberman. So it gives it a 60 and it says uh, Climax works at least when it's willing to be a human drama. But then it sinks in that you're watching fame directed by Marquis de Sade with a steady cam. <laughs> Which is accurate. It's painfully accurate. Wow. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. I just, I wasn't into it. Yeah, I mean I was I was entertained. Like I don't yeah. I don't hate that I watched this. No. Like this didn't I didn't well, feel the same way after watching this as I did after, I mean, honestly, the last two movies. Yeah. Like, this was more interesting to me than uh, Killing of a Sacred Deer and Black Coat's Daughter. I don't necessarily think it's, like, a great movie. Yeah. But it's at least entertaining, and I didn't regret watching it. The The last 10 or 15 minutes totally tanks it for me, but otherwise, it was yeah. interesting. I was just like, what the fuck's going on the whole time? Yeah. Yeah. You want to go down to the trivia corner? Yeah, we can do some trivia. Let's dance on down to Shane's trivia corner. Shane's trivia corner. Where the point of this corner is for you to say. Woohoo, neat. All right. Uh, it took between 15 and 16 takes to shoot the first 10 minute opening scene, which is all one continuous shot. Figured they would have practiced more. The first 14 or 15 takes worth of practice. <laughs> I bet you never would have guessed that this was shot with a five page script. <laughs> mm. uh, fuck. 
how do we get that clout to make a five page script movie? Like, I don't know, man. Uh, the cast consists of professional dancers with no prior acting experience, with the exception of so- so- Sophia Butella, who is the only professional actress. Although Butella had the dancing experience that the part required, she hesitated to join the film since there was no script. Director Gaspar No encouraged his cast to improvise extensively, with the only limitation that they couldn't reference contemporary things like smartphones since the story is set in the 1990s. Huh. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Uh, the second half of the film is made up almost entirely of a single unbroken 42 minute long take. That's that is fucking impressive. Yeah. Uh, it was shot in 15 days. That doesn't surprise me. And it was also shot chronologically. That makes sense. Especially being shot in 15 days. <laughs> the film was written, shot, and edited in only four months in order to meet the Cannes fest- uh, Film Festival deadline. <sighs> uh, Gaspar No got the cast into the dissociative, druggy, psychosis mindset by preparing a collection of the best videos he could find on the web of people high on cracked, high on ecstasy, high on acid. Why didn't it just say high on crack, ecstasy, and acid? It also doesn't have an and. Who wrote this shit? (laughs) Also, the dancers were encouraged to take whatever experiential aspects stuck out to them from the videos and run with them in the film. Uh, the end credits appear two minutes into the film. Additionally, the main credits appear 45 minutes into the film and the title is revealed in the final eight seconds. Uh, one of Gaspar knows, uh, best reviewed movies, a fact that by his own admission made him somewhat suspicious as he believes in art in general and his movies in particular should be divisive and make the audience uncomfortable. So, like, did you this make you uncomfortable? No, I don't. It didn't really make me uncomfortable. Yeah. I was just like, uh, what? Uh, of all the dance scenes in the film, only the first one was choreographed, and the rest was the result of the way the dancers chose to express themselves through their own language. That's kind of cool. Uh, you want a couple more? Yeah. Let's do two more. Uh, according to Gaspar, no, the first part of climax is like a roller coaster. The second part, like a ghost train, whatever, man. Last one, uh, in the sequence, when we see audition tapes on a TV screen, uh, various books and VHS covers are in the frame, Yep, which provide clues to Gaspar, no's inspirations. That tracks, uh, visible or titles that reference, uh, Louis Buñuel, uh, Dario Argento and Romanian philosopher Emil Chorin, Chorin, Cioran, one of those might be right, uh, famous for his ultra negative views on life and humanity. Cool. <laughs> That's going to do it for this, <laughs> this like dramatically uh, uninspired trivia corner. Yay! Yay! Let's rate this. 
Okay. I'm going to give it a five. I don't oh, really. That's higher than I thought you were going to rate it. Well, like, it's a thing. The, the, it doesn't really have much of a plot. Like, there's stuff happens, but it's not really like a story. And so, like, that's. Eh. But I also get what it's. I think I get what it's trying to do. It was just like the like weird chaos and like yeah. crazy shit. Just it's just being like a weird like expression of like chaos and stuff. And that's yeah. fine. And I get that. And I like that a little bit, but, um, I like plot more. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's hurting it a lot. Um, and the fact that there's entirely too many characters for me to give a shit about any of them, uh, hurts it. And then the last 10 minutes, it just fucking drives me nuts. So, yeah, I would probably give it a seven or like a six and a half, maybe without that final 10 minutes, probably a six, six and a half. Yeah. But it's getting like a five right yeah. now. What are you getting at? I'm giving it a six and a half. Okay. Um, which like the end doesn't bother me as much as it bothers you. I do. I don't like it. Drove me nuts, but I didn't like, it was annoying, but I was also just like, I like tilting my head with it to like <laughs> try and Cause I see was, what's going on. I was rather engaged with the movie for as much sure. as I was just like, what the fuck the whole time? Yeah. But I will be honest too. Like I fast forwarded through the dance stuff. Cause I was like, this like is feels like a music video. I feel like you can't give a movie higher than a five. If you fast forwarded through parts of it. I, I knew I could fast forward through parts of it. <laughs> okay. Like, I, I mean, I don't know how I knew I was just like sitting there and I was like, this feels like it's going to go on for way too long. It does. And so I'm going to fast forward twice, twice. <laughs> <laughs> so I fast forwarded till this, it wasn't dancing. And then I was like, okay, here we go. Which like, I'm not a huge fan of dance. Like I like, I don't know. Interpretive dance when it's creative is fun. Yeah. But interpretive dance when it's just interpretive dance for the sake of interpretive dance to call it interpretive dance. So you can say that you do interpretive dance is not fun. Yeah. There was a lot of weird, like fast forward in vogue stuff. <laughs> like flinging yeah. their hands around their heads and shit. Yeah. And like, so I was just kind of like, I don't care about this part. Yeah. Um, I watched it because I was like, is this important? No, no, it's not important. Yeah. Part of me was like, what if I'm, what if they're like interpretive dancing the plot of the movie like right now? And then I was like, I'll, I'll pick that up later. <laughs> and then that's maybe they did. I don't, I, I don't know. know. They could have, I don't know how to interpret that dance. Uh, <laughs> I don't know how to interpret the interpretive dance. <laughs> but overall, I mean, I did find the movie at least interesting. Sure. And I do think it's very experimental and I don't mean that in necessarily a derogatory way. Like it just is like, it just is experimental. Um, so, but I, I like, like pretty much I said, my biggest note is that I thought the movie would have been a lot more interesting if we would have been seeing what they were seeing because yeah. like, but also it's shot as if you're there as part of being a part of the party without partaking in the party. Sure. So like, I get why we didn't see what they were doing or what they were seeing, but I don't know either way. 
but that's pretty much uh that's pretty much it for me like 6.5 take it or leave it yeah uh, i don't think this is a need to watch no. by any means no um if you like super weird fucked up shit experimental shit then like you would probably like this but sure that's pretty much where i'm at with it um, um we got a couple of emails you want me to read one uh i don't care which one you want i don't care pick one you want to do dave's we can do dave's you want me to read that? Yeah. This is from Dave. He wasn't with us this week. Dearest dudes. What's up, dudes? It's your boy, Dave. And I'm coming in hot. I'm, I'm coming. I'm hot this week. <laughs> I'm coming in hot, I think is what he meant. <laughs> uh, climax. Oh, boy. Is this a movie? Is this, is this movie a movie? I'm fucking your email up, Dave. <laughs> This is the second time I've seen this and it's still just as wild. It's crazy. Doesn't make the most sense, but I still find things I like about it. I really like the concept and I think it's shot pretty well, although it's also pretty uncomfortable, but I guess that's what the director was going for, which I mean, mission fucking accomplished. If I have to rate it, I'd probably give it an eight. It's not the best movie I've seen, but it's wild and shocking enough to hold my attention. Hope you dudes have a great show. Miss you dearly, Dave. P.S. Let's not start a dance troupe. All right. And I have an email from Clayton. Mm -hmm. Clayton writes, hello, boys. I know I had said I was not going to be revisiting this one and weighing in, but I felt guilty. You should. So I took one for the dance troupe and dived back in. <laughs> Dave said we're not making a dance troupe. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, Clayton. Uh, Gaspar No is one of those filmmakers that I greatly admire. I think he's so talented, but I typically watch his films once and can never bring myself to watch them again. Irreversible, brilliant. Doubt I'll ever manage a second watch. Climax, however, is the one exception. This was my third trip. See what I did there? <laughs> Down this horrifying rabbit hole. Once on heroin, once to show a brave friend a few years later, and then for this. Ooh. That, that is Clayton recounting the three times he has watched this movie. Ooh. There are drug movies, and there are don't do drug movies. Yeah. This is very firmly in the latter category. Mm -hmm. Double feature this with Requiem for a Dream for a really bad night at the movies. The opening dance sequence in this is absolutely electric and hypnotic. I honestly think that 10-minute <laughs> sequence alone is worth the price of admission for this one. I also adore the camera movements throughout and those long takes. Sophia Butella is someone I always love seeing on screen, although even she couldn't save that awful Tom Cruise mummy reboot. That's one of the <laughs> other things I'd seen her in. Yeah. Her performance in Hotel Artemis is one of my favorite femme fatales of all time. She's such a badass. The moment in this film when she is looking at the wall of trees and we can only imagine what she's seeing as she freaks the fuck out is a personal highlight for me. Yes. I couldn't imagine what it would be like to watch this film on acid. Even if you've never done hallucinogens, I feel like this really gets the point across of what it would feel like to have the absolute worst trip of your life. This whole film just feels wrong. The sexual violence, the danger, the incest, the child killing, nothing's off limits in French cinema, which is one of the reasons I adore it so much. I've been known to watch martyrs for fun after all. 
This film is what hell must feel like, and I mean that as a compliment. Love it or hate it, it's an experience. Albeit an experience I don't think I'll ever partake in again. Now I need to go convince all the muscles in my body to relax after being extremely tense and uncomfortable for 97 <laughs> minutes. Also, I'm so sorry, Shane. <laughs> Clayton rates it an 8 out of 10. Uh, so I didn't hate it. As much as they, as much as Clayton thought I would and Dave initially thought I would. And then he kind of like came back a little and then he wasn't sure. I think the second inclination was right. It's, it's kind of meh. Yeah. But yeah. Okay. Well, that's going to do it for this episode of DQB does where we yep. watched climax. Yep. Uh, do we have any thoughts for next week? Uh, we do not at the moment. We'll wrangle that in, post it up, let you know what you got, what we're coming up on watching. Something like that sentence. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Thanks everybody for listening. You can find us on all your social media, searching drafty quarters productions. You can also find us on Patreon by searching the same thing. Please subscribe for $1 a month. When we get a thousand subscribers, we will post weird pictures of Dave. Uh, You can also email us draftyq at gmail.com. All your questions, comments, concerns, suggestions on what we should watch. Um, we also uh, have our Amazon wish list in the show notes. So thanks for coming along with us on this weird, not that spooky journey. This kind of disappointing Halloween. <laughs> <laughs> uh, if you've made it through, thank you. Please continue listening. Tell everybody about it. Like, subscribe. Uh, send it to your mom. Have a wonderful time. Goodbye. Mommy, there's bugs in here. <laughs>